Welcome back to Mishnah Yomi. I apologize, it's been a little sporadic as Pesach preparations have taken a lot of my time and I have not been as available as I'd like, but we're going to get back into schedule. Today we're learning Masechta's Pesach and Perek Dalid, Mishnah Ches and Mishnah Tes. And we're going to discuss, in the city of Yericho, there were six things that were done. The rabbis didn't like any of them, but they only protested for three, which is a good lesson in life, that just because something is done doesn't mean you have to necessarily protest. Sometimes there's a room for macha, and sometimes there's not. Says a Mishnah, she's the also Anshi Yericho, six things the people Yericho did. For three things they protested, they staged a protest and said, don't. And three things they did not protest against. And let's work backwards. Here's the three practices that they did that they did not protest, even though they weren't happy. Markivin the column they would graft date palms all day of Pesach, even when the and this is why it shows up in our Mishnah here, even though it was after midday on Erev Pesach and it's considered work. The Korakin as Shema, they would leave out Baruch Shem Kavod and just say Shema and then jumped immediately to via Hafta. The Kochim and Gochin Livne Omer, and they would reap the new Omer and stack the grain as well. And although on a biblical level this is per, this is permitted, but the concern is that once you start stacking the Omer, you might come to also eat it, which is biblically forbidden. So in order to prevent that, they said you can't stack the Omer until after it's permitted, which is after they bring the carbon Omer on Pesach. They did not protest against these practices. Here are the three practices the people Yericho did, that the sages did stage a protest. The people permitted the new growths of tree that were hectic. There was a tree that was consecrated to the temple, and even the shoots that grow from it, the outgrowths of it, those two, even though they only grow after it was consecrated, those two are considered consecrated. However, the people of Yericho said, no, because it was because they are new and they came after the tree was consecrated, we don't assume the new tree shoots are consecrated. So they said it's permitted, and the rabbis said, no, that's not true. They would eat fallen fruit from beneath the tree on Shabbos. That is to say that although if, it, if the fruit falls Arab Shabbos, it's going to be permitted, but maybe it fell on Shabbos, it would be forbidden. And they would just assume it was all per- permitted. And they would also give payah from their vegetables, as in the corner of their fields, they would leave for payah. Now you might be thinking, that's a wonderful thing, they give more tzedakah. Yes, however, the one caveat is, payah is exempt from maestros, from t- tithes. And therefore, the only thing exempt from tithes are, is bona fide payah, that is, from the uh, fruits. Vegetables don't require payah, so even if you want to give it away, you'd also have to take off tithes. But by designating these payah, these vegetables as payah, as the corners, which go to the, the poor people, they would now exempt themselves from tithes, and therefore, they, they protested these practices. Now we're going to discuss six things that Chizkiah did. And three things the rabbis agreed with them. Three things they did not agree with them. And you'll see there are things that seem that could be problematic, yet they still agreed with him. What did they do? He dragged the bones of his father on a bed of ropes, as in it's not befitting for anyone, certainly a king, to be disgraced this way because his father was so was such an evil person. He did this to his father. And they agreed with them. Whatever happened to that snake, the miraculous snake from the days of Moshe? Well, it wasn't so miraculous. What happened when the snakes were attacking the Jews? Moshe made a copper snake. When the Jews looked at it, they were healed. How were they healed? The Gemara Hashanah tells us already because when they looked at it, inspired them to pray to God. They looked up, they saw God, and they prayed to God. But what happened? Eventually, people just started worshiping the snake. So, in order to prevent this, Chizko crushed the snake up. And he hid the book of remedies. 
and the sages agree with him. Now, what's the story with that? There was a book that had healing properties that listed all these different me uh, medicines, and he hid it. And there's a big controversy, and you can probably imagine, on uh, this mission, why, why exactly um, he did it, what, what exactly he was trying to accomplish. Some say it was because... Um, some say because by having the he all the uh, he healing power, by having all the medicine, so people didn't need to pray to God. And when you're sick, you should pray to God. The Rambam vociferously disagrees with this. The Rambam says, no, this wasn't actual medicine, but rather this was heebie-jeebie stuff. And that's why he got rid of it. And Sasam make Gichon Ha'elion Velohodolo. What are the things they did disagree with them? Velohodolo, um, they disagree with they disagree with them. Sorry, I skipped a line. Ashoshelohodolo on three things they disagree with them. Kotzit Yolasa Shalecha Veshargan Lamela Ashur. He cut down the golden doors of the temple and sent it to Assyria as some sort of uh, tribute in order to get to have uh, to pay for uh, them to protect him or not to attack him. Velohodolo, he shouldn't have done that. He should have relied on God to provide him the money he needed to protect the Jewish people. He also cut off the water in the upper Gichon as the Syrian army was coming, uh, so they would not have drinking water. They did not agree with him. And and once Nisan started, he added on an extra month of Nisan. They didn't agree with him either because Nisan cannot. once Nisan commences, you cannot add on an extra month. I wish you all a wonderful day.